Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We're getting ready to jump into our next session of our Call of Cthulhu game to put away childish things. Uh, it's been a little bit since we played, so we're going to do this live. I'm going to go through the notes here. Uh, we secured Melvin in his room. We gave him some of the snacks that we had. We convinced him that everything was real. He was pretty disturbed by the whole situation. Um, we were undisturbed during the course of the evening. Uh, when we got up in the morning, it seemed like it should be later during the day, but it remained dark outside. Uh, there was a commotion. Uh, we saw some of the ravens were out messing around with something, which uh, turned out to be a cat or a couple of cats. Uh, one cat came in that absolutely loved Georgie. It dropped a rabbit for us. So Vivian prepped that for some stew. And as we were sort of cleaning up, uh, I think Harry found a wheelchair that maybe wasn't in the hallway when we were walking around before, but knowing that we were going to have to move Viv around, uh, brought it into the room and then, uh, no, not move, Vivian, uh, move Mildred around. Um, Vivian heard sort of a, scratch in the back of her head that said, let me in. <laughs> so she sat down in the chair and was uh, possessed by the spirit of a young woman who had died at the uh, polio hospital. Uh, the cat's name was Black Claw. She said that there was a cabin in the woods that she could lead us to, to gain some supplies. Um, as Vivian sits in the haunted wheelchair, uh, the to, to, to backtrack a little bit, the cat talked to Georgie while he was asleep, and they were kind of in a pocket slice of the dreamlands. Mm, the cat didn't was, yeah. actually start talking to oh, well, yeah, Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> um, the spirit's name was Roxanne. She died uh, here at the hospital. She was 14. Um, she and Melvin were friends. They were dreamers together. Dr. Romero taught the children how to dream the things that we need to, I guess, spark uh, Melvin to dream again or in his office, whatever texts or unholy tomes perhaps are, are still in his office. The children who were bedridden were the best dreamers, right? Cause they had reason to escape the situation they were in. Um, Melvin made her that way. He's responsible for who she was. Um, Dr. Romero was also a dreamer and he was cut out of the dream world because he was, uh, he was killed by Lynette. I think she intimated. I don't no. have a note for that. Though. No. Okay. Um, L Lynette killed Roxanne in the dreamlands out of jealousy. Mm, okay. Yeah. And, uh, and Roxanne was never able to return to the dreamlands. Yeah, uh, Romero had died in the dreamlands years before. And was never able to return to the dreamlands. Uh, so he took pity on the kids by teaching them that technique. Gotcha. And you, I think you learned that uh, if you die in the physical world and you're a dreamer, as you're dying, you can choose to send your consciousness to the dreamlands and live on there. Um, so when Roxanne died, she had nowhere else to go. Um, right. She could have gone into the light or hung out here, but a life in the dreamlands was no longer an option for her. So she remained in the tied to the material world with unfinished business and we'll kick it over you <laughs> okay and the change i am making is the condition that roxanne puts forth and i will be renaming her before publication 
Okay, so she's Roxanne for now, but not much longer. Roxanne, I'm going to say that in return for helping you learn how to dream and and possibly, you know, her instructing you that Melvin will be much more powerful in the dreamlands than out of it. Um, in return for all of that help, uh, what she wants is for you to convince him that all of this is his fault. That before you defeat Lynette, if that he will, you will, he will at least apologize to her and take responsibility for what he has done to her. Yeah, I think she's expressed how he made her that way. That he basically made her to love him and only him and never gave her a choice in the matter. So the monster that she is, is a monster of his creation. So it will be your job to basically have Frankenstein take responsibility for creating Frankenstein's monster. Right. Okay. And I will let you guys take it from here. You have some choices to make. So it's, we feel, I, I guess where we left it off, we felt like it was around six in the morning. So we're, we're, are we picking up then? Still, we're like in the morning. Sure. Yeah, it sounds right. Ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this before or after the guys did their run to bring back supplies? Yeah, they've not done that yet. We haven't okay. done that happen. yet. I wasn't sure. Right. Um, yeah. So, so, so Harry says then, he's like, um, Georgie, what do you think? Maybe, uh, do we want to take a risk out to that cabin? Um, if, if you, if uh, Viv, if, if you and Mildred are safe here, uh, if, if she won't come in, right? Because she wants to see him dead, right? So if he wastes away in here, she doesn't lose nothing. She wins, yeah. So if if we run, although she could take a run at us, and I don't know, what do you think, Georgie? She's got all them hoodoo powers, and I don't I don't know if we can come up against that, yeah. Hey, I mean, we gotta we gotta get out of here somehow, anyway, right? Thing is, do we wanna do we wanna take the time to get to that cabin and and supply up before we leave, or do we wanna just book it? Well, so he's he's like starving and everything, right? So like, yeah, he's in very bad shape. If there's and food if you, there, and remember, Millie is that was very badly mauled. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's been a few days and she's managed to heal a couple of points, I'm sure I have. Uh, well, you've slept a couple of times, so I'm going to give you, even under these horrible conditions, I'm going to get allow you to naturally heal one point. Uh, sure. I won't complain. So if there's some food in the cabin, maybe some weapons. I I think uh, I think Roxanne was saying or or, or the maybe, cat Black Claw. Well, I'm I'm wondering. I don't know if this player knowledge if if we talked about this afterwards. If the stuff that we bring comes with us to the Dream World, right? So if we get food. We can eat some of it and then potentially take some of it. I don't. I, I don't remember if that was. It depends right. on whether you go in bodily or dreamily. Okay. Um. So yeah. So at least we we could get some food. You know, maybe maybe there's some weapons. I don't know if we can take any of that. I mean, if the girls could go through the books, right? It might take them a little while to get through everything. I mean, Melvin doesn't remember how to dream anyway. So like maybe some of that something in them books will uh, jog his memory. No. Yeah. I mean, at least maybe uh, maybe getting some food in them and uh, give them a little bit more energy will help them, you know, make it through. I mean, he's pretty much got to know how to dream or all of this is for nothing from Lynette's point of view. Well, she take him though, right? I mean, if he's a dreamer and then he dies, then he'd have a choice or maybe she'd pull him in. Who knows? 
Mm, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Just based on what Roxanne said. Right. Okay, so we can do we can get to those books regardless. The only question is whether you want to do the food run. Well, food I mean, and weapons if, run. Yeah, I mean weapons at least they'll help us get back here. They ain't, mm. they, they ain't gonna do much good getting us there, but uh, but they'll help us get back <laughs> a little easier maybe. And uh, yeah, we get the food, we get the weapons, we get back here. Hopefully by by the time we make it back, you all have. Uh, done some research and know how to get into the dreamlands and uh everybody kind of mm. bulks up and we get in there okay so if we're splitting the group do we want to do the cabin run first or do we want to do the uh the psychiatrist's office either or yeah Viv, Viv you okay to going down and getting the books i don't know <laughs> millie's not going to be in uh, much shape to help you with this with the stairs you know I, I hold up my sock with my apple in it. Uh-huh. Oh, that apple's long gone. You, you guys <laughs> no! were starving, remember? You had to eat that apple. Throw some rubble in that sock. sock. <laughs> you, well, you probably got rocks. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing in there, but I'm holding up my sock. I'll I mean, I remember Georgie had an iron pipe that was like yeah, really? doing decent damage. You can, And there was stuff in the kitchen that you could have found rusty knives and, you know. I think I have a rusty knife. Uh, a a cast iron bullet could be deadly. Um, there so. you go. Yeah. I'll be fine. Thank you, okay. Harry. I appreciate it. So, and Millie, you'll be fine by yourself. I got four hit points now. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not sure what that you're like means, a, but you're like a D&D, a first level D&D wizard. Yeah. Only without the magic. Right. Hit points. <laughs> What's hit points? Okay, so while we wait for Jordy to come back, Vivian, do you want to go up to the... Uh... Sure. Okay. So you kind of feel like you know your way because mm-hmm. you kind of do. You know, having been inhabited by Roxanne's spirit, mm-hmm. it's almost as if there's some muscle, uh, untapped muscle memory from the spirit who was just in you. Like this was a happy place. This was somewhere where they went and enjoyed going. Okay. Any chance there's any other lead pipes, things like that, that we might have make it luck roll. Sure. How lucky am I? 22 out of 75. You uh, easily find, you know, a, um, uh, the sturdy leg of an office chair mm-hmm. that could serve uh, easily as a one d six club. Okay, and it Thank even you. has like the screw kind of sticking out of the head of it. Okay, you get to the mentor's office. Mm. Has Shazza, did uh, did Roxanne actually tell you what you needed to, to recover? I'm trying to remember, I might have written it down. I think she said that the books that he had books in his office, if I remember yeah, like correctly. Journals. I think Something that's what like it that, was. Yeah. Because yeah. it was ex- explaining how to get into the dreamland and like what the dreamland was. So essentially, I'm going to be looking for something that either looks like a journal. Okay. So you um, get into the mentor's office. Uh, this, you see the faded glass, uh, you know. The with the stenciled writing that says Dr. Mitchell Romero, mm. and uh, the doors, you know, of course, it's it's locked, but it's you know, easy to either kick it open or break the glass. Or I don't know if you mm. want to try and 
Jimmy the lock with a lock pick roll, but um, uh, the likelihood of that working is very very small. Um, I'll break the glass. Okay, you break the glass and you enter the mentor's office. You see, there's a, a large desk, uh, some chairs in front of the desk, a larger chair behind the desk. There's a bookcase, a very old rug, some very heavy drapes over the window, making uh, making the room very very dark mm. um, even though it's the sun hasn't risen in several days so it's still dark out but this room yeah. is exceptionally dark because it's kind of got the blackout drapes yeah um, but there's no draft in here so it's for this ruined hospital it's actually a pretty comfy room yeah so i want to look around the room okay as you're looking around the room you don't have to roll a spot hidden for this because it's mm. obvious underneath the desk like on one side of the desk are drawers mm-hmm. and on the other side of the desk it appears to be drawers but it's actually a safe Ooh, i assume it's locked it is locked um and you do see on one of there's bookshelves here with lots of moldy old books there's one large space uh Inside the book, uh, inside one of the bookcases, that kind of has a almost like a shelf that comes out, like yeah. a, and kind of nestled in there is an old uh, crank phonograph record, phonograph player. Oh, um, and there's also a broken metronome on the desk. Broken. Okay. Um. So I gotta get this. I want to get the safe open because obviously there's just there's no books around there. That would look anything remotely close. Nor would he have something out. Um, it's a padlock, or it's it's a combination lock. Oh, it's a combination lock. Oh, fudge. Um, so on his desk, I want to look and see if there's just any scrap pieces of paper anywhere. No, no. Anything carved? Can I like no. run my fingers? Make a spot hidden roll. <laughs> I am not spotting a thing. Okay, you don't. Uh, well, there, there are lots of books in the library, so there are books all over the place. All but right, you don't see anything like spooky leather journal wrapped in human skin. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to look for anything that doesn't have any words on the spine. They all have words on the spine. These are all commercial books. They're all commercial, or at least they appear to be. Okay, um, so I I kind of have the time, but I'm gonna look for any that seem like they've been moved, like something. Nothing's seems... been moved in decades. In a decade okay. here, got it. You can make a, a spot hidden while searching through the books to see if anything sparks your. Okay, I'm gonna try that again. Oh, that's successful. I got a fifteen. Okay. The books are all meticulously organized by topic. And as you're going through one set of books on faraway lands, mm-hmm. um, you find nestled right between books on the South Pacific and Northern Africa, you find a copy of Alice Through the Looking Glass. I grab that. I also I want to continue looking and see anything related to animals preferably cats probably not 
there are books on wildlife and there are books on everything here. Yeah. It's kind of like a a lot of these books are not like scholarly. They're more like a teacher's like books that he would pull out and teach and speak to children about. Okay. So like encyclopedia books and uh, yeah, more like teacher guides. Uh, this is it's instead of a professor's, it's almost like a, a teacher's library. Okay, thank you. Um, all right. The only other thing I want to do, um, how easy is it for me to take those drapes down? You could just pull them open. I'd like to take them just in case. Oh well, yeah, that would you would need a step ladder or I mean they're pretty high up. They're like oh, forget that. high ceiling drapes on a All right. offense. Okay. It's possible. I mean you could just haul them down with brute strength. Yeah, let me try to if I can at least get one of them. Make a um, strength check. Okay. I'm not going to bother with the luck points for it. Okay. okay. You don't, you tug a war it and then just give up. Okay. Okay. So what do you want to do with the book? Um, it's pretty dark in there. I can't read it. Um, can I step out of the office? It might be a little bit lighter in there. You can. I mean, there are, you know, there are work candles around and stuff. So, um, as you have the book, what do you want to do with it? You now can look through it. Open it. I want to open it. I want to see if anything sticks out. I want to see if anything is circled. Um, um made on it. There are like six page numbers that are circled, and on the and on the corner of each page, there's a number between one and six. Yeah. So I'm going back in. Um. And I'm going to follow the number order based upon starting at one, two, three, four, five, and six. I imagine it goes left, right, left, right, left, right. You open the safe. Huzzah! What is inside the safe? (laughs) There are... um... A bundle of papers, loose, mm. like stacked neatly, um, below a box, a um, a rolled up parchment, okay, and uh, and a phonograph record in a case. All right, can I carry all this? Yeah, it's the box is like that. Okay, it's but phonographic like, uh, record player—that's kind of. Well, no, there's a record, the, the, you know, the, the record player, the, you know, the phonograph is kind of in the bookcase. That's large. Okay. Yeah. So I want to play something that's locked up by myself. Am I that curious? Well, it looks like the phonograph is not working. You would have to make a mechanical repair roll. Oh, let's see. Can I do that? But I don't want to break it. Um, a critical failure would mean you make it worse. I'm not going to. I don't want to take a chance with that. I'll take it with me, though. Um, okay. If someone may know more about it um, and we have the time for it to go. So back in down. a couple of trips, you could take everything you find back up into the area that you believe is secure. Where okay. Emily is. In. Okay. So you bring all of that up. <clears throat> so you have the sheaf of papers. The box of tea, the the box, um, the the parchment, and the record. And I brought the Alice in Wonderland still. Right. Okay. Millie, I come bringing gifts. 
Uh, so I see that's a lot of papers. A lot of papers. It's not a lot of papers. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's a handful, maybe twenty-five. Oh, for some reason, I thought she was bringing a box of papers. No, it's a small box that she still has not opened yet. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm not right. opening things by myself if I don't have to. All right, let's see what we got. What do you want to do? Start with the papers. Okay, these are papers of some of the student subject accounts of their adventures in the dreamlands. Mm -hmm. uh, most of them are written by children, and you see that they all have uh, strange names. Like, none of them are, are, are regular names. They all seem very exotic, made up, you know, like... Mm -hmm. uh, like thunder, like you know, thunder axe, and you know, like princess tiger claw, and they're all basically names of people names people would give to their first edition Dungeons and Dragons characters. Yeah, mm. yeah, um, uh, and they're they're tales of places they've been and people they've met. So basically, they're almost like journal accounts from young dreamers. Okay. Uh, Any names stick out? Roxanne's. As you read through the accounts, you hear, you see towards the end of the journal, one of them says, starts mentioning uh, a companion named Lynette. Uh, that, he, that he met one day in a field of butterflies. Oh. And shortly after he started writing about Lynette, the journals all stop. All the journals stop. No, just the journals of this one subject. Okay. Oh, that's odd. Is it uh, Melvin's writing? Yes, it is. Yeah, not so odd. Because remember, that priest of his... I mean, not mm. priest, but that, that teacher guy, the one who told him... Yeah, you yeah. got to grow up. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the other two, the other items. Let's look at the papers. Well, that's all the papers are. Oh, that's all the papers. Okay, so we have the box and we have the um... parchment, the rolled parchment. up parchment. Let's start with the parchment. It is a map of a series of strange, of a massive continent surrounded by some islands with strange exotic names you've never heard of before. Okay, that must be the other place. Yes, it is, a, yeah. it is a rough map of the dreamlands. Okay. They've seen and the oceans. This the looks right? expertly drawn. This is not the work of a child. Um, so there are like, you know. The teacher probably drew it. Right. And it appears very much yeah. older than, than the uh, other papers. Well, I mean, as long as there's water there. Okay. And the last item you have is the box and the record. Uh, how big is the box again? Um, it's just basically it's about the size of two decks of cards. It's not that large. Oh. It's like you know a box. Well, we can't put the record on without a record player. I explained that the record player is attached to the bookcase, and um, mm. it's also no. It was on you. You could bring it here, but it's. Oh, yeah, but broken. you would want to make another trip. Oh, if it's yeah. broken, it's, it's broken. not working. What's the song on the record? As you pull the record out of the sleeve. It is blank. Oh, fascinating. Uh, there's, there's no, uh, there's, there is like a sticker on it, but the mm -hmm. sticker is blank. Hmm. 
All right, let's put that back for now and open the box. Mm. Um, it is a box of loose tea. Drink I have me. some theories. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm wondering um, if we should be listening to the record while we do it. Um, this someone would have to repair the the record player. That's the thing. I don't trust myself to do it. I don't know if I could do it well. Um, uh, it's not maybe my... Harry or Georgie. Maybe. I'm not saying we need to. I'm just saying maybe we need to. Yeah. At that point, Melvin goes, um, you hear him kind of stirring, and he kind of like gets up and kind of walks over unsteadily, and he sees the map, and he goes, boy, I haven't seen that in years. Yeah. So... And he kind of runs his hand over it. And then after he runs his hand over it, you see him kind of like with his fingertip draw a line between places. Mm. And you can kind of see him just like shaking his head like he can scarcely believe it. And he goes, it's like something out of never mind. And he just kind of pulls his his hand away and he kind of like shakes it almost as if it's uh, something unwelcome. Out of a dream? You could say that. And he kind of goes over to the fire and he just kind of huddles near it yeah so funny thing happened there was a girl you knew once roxanne wow i haven't thought about her in years she was here with me she was one of the older kids she always looked out for me yeah um do you believe in ghosts at this point i'll believe in anything yeah because i heard that name from her and she's dead and i know she's dead yes i i know she died here in iron lung yeah yeah and i'm guessing this map was drawn by your teacher yes mr romero dr romero yeah she said he taught you all a special kind of dreaming I wouldn't say that. It was more kind of a meditation. Mm. He would play a record and we would have to focus on a metronome. Um, And then he'd make tea for us. And in the record, he'd be talking and um, you kind of fell asleep um, listening to the words, which were instructions. Mm. Um, There was a spiral staircase. And then you just dream. You'd have the most vivid, beautiful dreams. And you'd feel like you were there for, months and months and months and then you'd wake up and for a few days it was like all your problems were gone you've had like like i guess going on vacation would be yeah but doesn't mean it was real except that apparently it was in some sense where are the guys they're doing a quick run to bring back more food from a shack, apparently. And meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> Great transition. Thank nice. you. Thank nice you. transition. I was, I was trying to figure out a way I could segue back to these guys. <laughs> hey, George, okay. I still don't know that this is the best idea, but uh, I guess we got to make the best of it since we're out here, huh? Okay. You're, you're, I can't you're hear muted. you, but you got to speak muted. up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, would you uh, would you rather be back there reading books? I don't know if it gets us out of this mess. What does uh, what does Blackclaw say? Okay, you're <laughs> at the you're at the door. You haven't left the building yet. Hmm. And Blackclaw looks over at you and she just goes, Wah! like she's waiting <laughs> on you. 
Did she just curse me out? Can you understand what she's saying still? Yeah, she's saying hurry the hell up. When <sighs> when you say that, she darts off out of this back door and starts heading through the woods. Oh shit. Go, go. All right. <laughs> okay. Um she's not running hell bent for leather because she's trying to pace with you guys, but it's clear that she wants a brisk pace as she's mm-hmm. moving through. It is very dark out. Um, you know, it's still this cold, raw, early March in in a cold, cold New England March. And um, at least we're wearing dry clothes this time. Yeah. Um, and I need both of you to make listen and spot hidden rolls. Okay. <laughs> oh, that is a fail on listen. Uh, also fail and listen. Fail on spot hidden. Uh, <laughs> fail both. <laughs> okay, so you guys are, are moving through the woods at a. We are city place. boys and not used to cricket sounds. And um, you, you catch up to the cat, and the cat like stops, and she's looking left and looking right, and kind of panicked. She looks um, like, and then she starts. There's no, there's no streets here. You can just go. Right, she immediately changes direction and starts rushing towards the side. Um, what do you guys do? I guess follow. Yeah. Okay, yeah, follow, follow the cat. Did she say yeah. anything? Well, no. she doesn't. She doesn't normally talk unless you're asleep. Yeah, but I, but Harry doesn't really know that. Fucking Georgie said the he, cat was talking. He said, he said uh, "Yeah, follow her." Okay, hold on. <laughs> um, as you guys are doing that, um, and you're kind of behind her. You from where she kind of was, the uh, all of the like the dead brush and the twigs, uh, the the bare trees and the twigs, the twigs, the the, mm. the sticks and the twigs and all of the brambles, you see a bundle of it lurch forward and try and grab both of you. It's almost like this living mass of of animated debris. Um, so I'll need you both to make a sand check. Oh, it's my sand. <laughs> and Super each... success. On eight. <laughs> and okay. me too. Okay, so you guys are not you're <laughs> yeah. you're not you're not shattered by this. You're like, damn it. Um and I need you guys to make a luck check, and the one who has the least luck gets this attack roll. 46. Oh, 33 on the nose. Okay, Harry, you are attacked by this mass of living bramble that's lurched out of the darkness. And luckily, I rolled an 88 and it misses. Oh, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, and at this point, you realize there are two or three of them in the area and they're kind of starting to corral you to kind of get around you. And this was the one that was in front of you, and the cat saw it and ran around it. So what do you guys want to do? Do you guys want to attack? Do you guys want to defend? Do you guys want to evade and keep following the cat? Because the cat is not up for fighting this. We've got to follow the cat. Go, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's hurry. Okay. He's like, he's like got the bar up ready, to, and then he's like, ah, and then he just like turns and starts to run. Okay, so I do have a question. 
Yes. What are what are the outside conditions? It's winter, right? Is it it's dry? Winter. This is, is it hilly. Snow? There's like frost on the ground. It's still kind of damp and raw. Damp. Okay. Um. So as you are are you know dodging and, and struggling to get past it, George, you are missed, and uh, Harry, you are actually struck by one of these things as you're running past it to just kind of get cl- in a effort to get clear. So can I ask a mechanics question real quick? Sure thing. What is, uh, what is dodge for? Dodge is you can avoid that attack, but you can't take an action next round. Gotcha. Um, so do you wish to dodge or do you just going to take the hit and keep running? I'm going to take the hit and keep running. Cause if we stop, then they're going to, okay. It like slashes. Basically there's like, a bloody rake across your cheek and neck for three points. So you got blood pouring down. Um, But it, it, you know, even though it cut you off and kind of blocked your path, you were able to kind of rush around it and follow the cat. And uh, these things aren't fast, but you know, they were out there kind of, you know, following and hurting in on you. Mm -hmm. So once you know, once you've seen them, they were easier to evade. Uh, but of course, they're going to be relentless, and they are following you. You get to the cabin, and the cat is, you know, there, and you see her kind of uh, dart into the cabin through a crack in uh, one of the, in the main door. Uh, I just like pound into the door and just start jiggling the handle mm-hmm. to see if it's open. You, or not. you do get into the cabin, uh, slam that thing behind us. You slam it behind you. Okay. Chair up underneath the door handle. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me tell you what is in the cabin. And again, it's like pitch dark in here. Uh, start uh, now. It starts feeling around for a light switch right near the door. Well, no, there's no electricity. Okay, yeah. So well, he Harry, would check. No, you are Harry's a smoker. Does he have a lighter on him? He he does because I started a fire when we got off the. You find door. a lantern here. Yeah. Yeah. So he he lights the lantern then. Oh, you as know, you're, like you're trying to light the lantern, it's not. It's just not catching, not catching. And then right beside the lantern on the shelf where you saw the lantern is a, uh, you know, a a tin of oil. Right. So he like moves the lighter over. He's like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. Hold on, <laughs> hold this. Let me do this. So he All takes right, the cap yeah. off, fills okay, the so lantern you get up. The, you get the lantern, a little bit of light, and it uh it basically this is kind of like a a hunting shack um more like a camping shack it's uh you find you know it's got like the one bed the one table the two chairs a cat you know a pot belly stove um but you do find plenty of things that would be use here um in about 10 minutes of searching you find like four sets of warm clothes they're all men men but you know there are several pairs of pants and, and socks and some, uh, old, you know, flannels and sweaters. There's like four, bl- like three or four blankets. There's another jar of oil that's full. This one was almost empty. You find uh, about eight things of canned, uh, canned food. Um, you find a big slab of like salted jerky. So there's some meat that could be reconstituted and used. Even better, you find some crab traps. Um, and best of all, <laughs> you find a rifle. Nice. Is uh, there any hun- ammunition with the rifle? It is not loaded, but in a box right underneath the rack. 
there are nine rounds. Ooh. Uh, hey, do you know how to do any shooting? Uh, not exactly. Uh, I haven't exactly gotten out of the city and uh, and and done some hunting. No. Well, it's gonna have to do. And he pushes the rifle <laughs> into your hands. And then he takes he takes it back and he loads it. And then he then then he gives it to you. <laughs> okay, thanks. Is there any wood stacked up near the fireplace? Make a luck roll. Make a luck roll. While you're doing that, I'm going to... uh, 44 out of 48. (laughs) Nice. Okay, hold on. I want to tell you what kind of rifle it is. I was actually hoping for a shotgun. (laughs) And for those at home, indispensable. (laughs) That's awesome. I love this book. I absolutely love it. I wish we had written it. I'm glad someone else did because this was probably a lot of work. All right. It is a Winchester Model 06. No, that 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 damage is terrible. Never mind. No self-respecting person would own that. <laughs> okay, it's a Winchester Model ninety four. Also very common two d six plus two. Uh, rate of fire is one. Capacity is six with one in the chamber. So you got two extra bullets. And I will put a tab on that page. These are keeper tips one hundred and one. <laughs> okay. So there's so there's wood by the fireplace, and there's like one of those round iron things, and there's a couple a couple of uh, split logs in there. Then, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and you also find a um, kind of like a a large satchel that you could probably put all the canned goods in and the uh, the meat, uh, the crab traps. Somebody would have to like sling them over the shoulder, mm-hmm. and that's only if you're gonna get down to the water and try and you know place them and come back a day mm-hmm. later. Right. Are there any um, like leather straps or rope or anything that we can tie all the blankets and clothes up with? Um, yes, I think a bundle of rope in a, a utility cabin is kind of an obvious. Uh, yeah. Roll your roll your luck and just tell me if you make a critical failure. <laughs> uh, no, not five out of thirty three. You find a beautiful brand new coil of rope. <laughs> it's it's the really expensive fifty feet rope. exactly dungeon master's guide. <laughs> fifty feet of silk rope. Yeah. Okay. So I think I probably used up the remainder of the oil in the one. Can. No, I, I think that uh, you know it'd probably be about an hour. What what you filled from that one half empty can was like for two hours of use. Mm, okay. So you have enough lamp oil for like, you know, six hours. Okay. Okay. So or in certain all... religions, eight days. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I'm, what I'm thinking is, is to make like a homemade torch. So I want to rip the, 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 um, the pillowcase and mm-hmm. wrap it around the longest chunk of wood that there is by the fire wrap that up douse it with a little bit of oil so we have a, a flaming torch in case these i assume these things are outside okay you can you can do that i don't know how well it's gonna work um what what skill check should I, is there because i know in cthulhu invictus is a craft skill but i don't think there's one in seven regular 1920s um, I have an 81 an spot craft. hidden. Can we use that? <laughs> spot, no, no, we can't use spot hidden to make a torch. What about what about? That's not survival. even a stretch. That's an insult. 
There's survival. I will accept the survival roll. Fuck. All right. It's not as easy to make a torch as people think. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I rolled a six out of, <laughs> what is it? Ten. Ten, base ten. <laughs> well, I guess you know you're, getting more, you're getting more points in survival after this game. You so make look, a torch. Look, look. If it matters, I'll spend a point to make it a hard success. It doesn't super matter. Good it doesn't start. matter. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. So, um, are, are these things pounding on the door? No, Do we hear anything quiet. shuffling around? It's been quiet. Is it Nothing? too quiet? <laughs> One could say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, all right. So, we got all the goods. Um, Hopefully, I mean, I don't know. Do these things are they're probably none none too smart, right? I mean, she probably just made these things, right? But yeah, I mean, I'm guessing we could we could hopefully maybe just outrun them. Well, maybe they'll be scared of the fire. I don't know. That's why I made the torch, and he yeah. holds the torch up. <laughs> well, I mean, that's if they're smart enough to actually be afraid of anything. I don't know. I guess we'll find out, huh? You you good with that bag? Yeah, you know, like kind of like s- strap it on. He's actually I'm going to I'm going to take a, a section of the rope and like tie it around the straps and like put the put all the blankets and stuff in front of me just so it's well, like know, all held down. Maybe I could make like a bindle, right? We'll take the take one of the blankets, put the other stuff in it yeah, and then make a bindle. That's over, oh, right so I can kind of wear it like a Yeah. Yeah, that'll work too. That way you're that way you're not overloaded, right? True, true. Um true. are we taking the crab traps? And uh, nah, I don't see okay. us doing much crabbing. All right, fair enough. Unless I mean, we we're plan not on like trying to catch a crow or something with them. Well, we ain't gonna stay here, right? So we don't need them in the right. water here if we're gonna scoot on over to the dreamlands, right? Yeah, and hopefully, we're not gonna be around all that much longer. Well, when you say it like that, it doesn't sound so good. I mean, not like dead, I mean, like we ain't gonna be spending much time at the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Like do what we need to do and then and then get out of there. All right. He back uh to, back to the real world, back to the city. Fingers crossed, right? Where there's no skeletons okay. and twig bombs. So just just to refresh all cats. my memory, opposed pow checks, we both roll and whoever gets the largest su- degree of success wins. Oh shit, I don't remember. <laughs> this is a core podcast. <laughs> as much as much Cthulhu as we play, um, I fuck. I don't know. I, I that think sounds that's right. We're supposed to go. I think so. That sounds right. I don't know if we want to spend time looking it up or not. Oh, it's going to be important. Well, maybe we should look it up. Then. <laughs> I mean, you're running, right? So it's whatever you say it is. Well, I want to. We're recording, so I don't want to embarrass myself. That's fair. Opposed power rolls. Many spells call for pow roll to be a test, whether blah, blah, blah. Both sides make a pow roll and compare their levels of success with the higher one being the victor. Okay. In the so case you guys are stepping out of the... Pow wins. You guys are stepping out of the... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I, I think we have everything that we need. We make sure everything is secure. Okay. Uh, the cat, by the way, is, is gone. All oh, right. I was gonna look for the cat. Yeah. <laughs> she was. We she like was, look around. She was here to leave to lead you here. <sighs> as soon as she got here, she's like, "All right, I'm done." Fuck All right, good. so should we? Do we just want to like, like make a break for it? 
Like, do we just want to so. like bust to the store and run? Yeah, I think so. You you remember how to get back? No, but fuck. Okay. All right, well, at I know. I at least hopefully wait. I know what I know what direction we you came. Open in. it. You hopefully. open the door. You step out. You're not more than five feet away. Georgie, you can do your pal check. All right. Oh, uh, luckily, uh, I have yeah. a high ass pal. Boom. Sixty-two. What degree of success? Out of eighty. Did you make? That's one degree. Okay, you fail. That's oh. <laughs> she not only rolled better, she has a lot higher pow than you. Okay. So, Harry, all of a sudden, Georgie's leading the way with the rifle. And, you know, he's starting to book. And he just stops. And he turns. And he levels the rifle at you and fires. Uh, Georgie, roll an attack. Well, luckily, my roll is horrible with the shot with uh, shotguns and rifles. So... That is an 81 out of 25. <laughs> okay. Um, you come to your senses, and it's like you don't know. Like, this voice just compelled you. Like, you know, turn and fire on your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry, what do you want to do? So Harry just, you know, like, he stops. So he kind of, like, stops, and he pulls the rifle up. He's like, hey, hey, hey. And it's like, boom. <laughs> and he, like, slaps the rifle, like, away. And he's like, what? What the fuck are you doing? Am I am I aware of of things now? Yes. All right. He just he like when you like slap the he like drops the rifle to the side and he's like shit 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 man I'm sorry I'm Harry, sorry ah. make a power check oh fuck <laughs> oh no fail I got a hundred <laughs> all right well she did not fail so. You're like you're like you, when you're like when you're trying to explain. Harry just drops the bindle, draws his revolver, and fires at you. Ugh. I have a much better shooting, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. Um, uh, let's see. Blue forty out of sixty-five. I dodge. You can dodge. <laughs> Oh, all right. You can dodge. Right, because you, you see me uh, doing it. 54 out of 57. So both okay. regular successes. And she's burning up magic points, but she's got plenty. Okay, what do you guys want to do? It wears <laughs> off, Harry. And you come oh, to your it, senses. It wears off. He's like he, lo- like, he looks at the gun and he looks at George. He's like, oh, shit, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he, like, sticks it back in the holster. And snaps it and then like buttons his coat. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I guess I, I envision the bindle is like hanging, not so much him you carrying. Dropped, yeah, okay. You've, then it's hanging. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, uh, uh, I uh, maybe maybe she's here. We, we got to go. We got to go, man. We got to go. <sighs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, so I probably dropped the torch. And because I have the lantern in my left hand, then probably right yeah, lantern okay. torch. So you drop the torch. Hold so on. I pick the torch back up. Okay, you hear like laughter, um, and as you're starting to move forward, uh, you just there's all of these, you know, there's all these dead leaves and you know frost covered bits of brush all over all around the area, and as you step forward, you disturb this massive cloud of what looks like camouflaged moths. Like you ever 
walk up on an, an insect that was carefully camouflaged and then it suddenly mm-hmm. flutters. So there's like like 50 or 60 of these, you know, moths that you've roused from their camouflage. And as they spread their wings, it's all this multi iridescent colored, uh, like the inside of their wings are, are colorful and the outside is drab. Um, and these swirl, you know, uh, fo- when they move forward a bit, swirling coalesce into the uh, figure of a beautiful woman in a robe with butterfly wings. And she said, um, you were warned so many times and she just holds out her hand and I need, she'll use just eight points. So only eight. <laughs> only eight. Oh, okay. All right. I need both of you to make a luck check. I got a 19 out of 46. 48. I got a 77. Okay. She holds her hand out like forward and like, like a stream of small, like tiny butterflies come like rippling out. And as they, who fa- who had the lower luck? Did either of you fail? Oh, I failed hardcore. Okay. Um, so Georgie gets engulfed by this stream of butterflies and their wings are like razor sharp. So like as all they all fly around you, they open up a million little uh, razor cuts and they do four points of damage. Oh, and you're just like, no, it's a spell. Right. Hmm. I Can I lunge forward? I want to like jam the, the torch. No, uh, she was, she coalesced far enough ahead of you. Yeah, yeah, okay. That, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, but you can fire the weapon. I, I, I button my coat. I put it back in the holster. <laughs> well, she casted him. So when you saw her and she monologued a little bit, I, I assumed you were getting it out. I'm not going to okay. charge you an extra round for. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's fair. When, I guess maybe when she points her finger, then yeah, if she's far enough away. Right. She is. Okay. Yeah. Then I, I try to shoot her. Then. Are you able to fire more than once around at your level or. I don't. What's your handgun know. skill? If it's over seventy-five, I think you get. You have a nineteen eleven. I have a nineteen eleven. My skill is sixty-five. All right. I don't think that grants you the the bonus. So I think it's just one around. Yeah, well, that's fine. Um, I don't think he says anything witty. I can't think of anything. Uh, Thirty out of sixty-five. So that's a hard success. Okay. Good. Give me damage. Uh, so it's 2d4. And just for the record, roll San. Oh, okay. When she coalesced um, out of butterflies. I don't actually have that damage written down. What an idiot. I think it's 1d10 plus 2, but I'm... So much uh, editing in this episode. Georgie failed San. All right, so you're taking three points of seeing her uh, appear out of Oops. nowhere. M1911 is 1d10 plus 2. 1d10 plus 2. Yeah! I rolled a 10! 12 points! Oh, excellent. Um, she takes sand. a vicious hit. Even You see that this is enough that it would have killed any normal person. Hmm. Um, but she takes it in stride. She's made of butterflies. So. Yeah. <laughs> but is she, there appears, any she appears shocked. She's absolutely shocked that you know you've you've hit her, Georgie. You've got the rifle. Um, you can you can charge and try and get into fisticuffs next round if you're better at that. You can fire yeah. the rifle now. Um, 
She's got a lot of magic points left. Yeah, I'm Whatever gonna I'm do. gonna I'm gonna run and charge at her instead. You run and charge at her. Okay. Yeah. Trying to like take some like cover with if there's like trees or like anything in the way, I'll try to like dodge through that. I'm not gonna like try to beeline right at her, but all right. I've got all these little tabs of all the spells that she's <laughs> nice. planning to use. So <laughs> a lot of tabs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you knew she was out here. Okay. Uh it's gonna be an opposed power roll. And she's used up ten of her she's used up well, she hasn't used up she still has a pretty high pow. So are, are we both oh, making yeah. pow checks? Or no, just, just as Georgie. Okay, yep. That's a forty-five out of eighty. All Would right. it be worth it to spend the five luck to bring it down to a hard success? I it probably will be. Probably, yeah, I'll do it. I mean, she has a I'm super gonna, high power, and she's using a ton of magic points. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop that down to a hard success. Okay, unfortunately, it's still not enough. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Jesse. <laughs> okay. All right, so she's going to invest. How many points do you have left? What hit points? Yeah, N- not enough, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky I didn't shoot you, right? Okay, um, you're come. You come running up, and she's like, "Enough!" And she puts both hands together, and there's a flash of light, and you're just hit with a blast of energy, and mm-hmm. all of the flesh on that side of your body just blackens and you're thrown back about 10 feet prone and you take five points of damage oh yeah i'm at negative two if that were a thing okay so you're you're unconscious yes but because it's not a bleeding wound you're gonna stay there um and uh harry you actually see her take damage from this spell as well hmm like you see, like all of the palms of both of her hands are all black. And um, what do you want to do? I think I double down and just try to shoot her again. Okay. Shoot her I mean, if 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 he's down, right? I can't I can't get away fast enough. You okay. know, dragging him. So he he's God, he probably says something. I don't know. I'm just I'm not that smart. It's, it's a long week. Um, I, maybe he just shouts, "Leave us alone." Uh, 56 out of 65. So a regular success. Okay, give me damage. Ooh, 10. 8 plus 2. Wow. Okay. Give me a second. And this is and this is when Black Claw jumps out of the tree and onto her head and kicks with his, her back feet. Scratches well, I her think eyes you, guys, out. you guys are doing pretty well. <laughs> Believe it You're or not. dead. I'm down a whole bunch of hit points. <laughs> Okay, so I need you to make a strength check, Harry. All right. Let's see what my strength is. Strength is 60. All right, let's go. 43 out of 60. Okay. The gun in your hand suddenly lurches forward with an incredible amount of strength. You manage to hold on to it. It doesn't go flying, but it pulls you off your feet. And like once you fall, it like drags you like another foot forward. Hmm. But you're able to to hold on to it. 
Uh, she was basically trying to like fling it out yeah, of your right. hands. Right. Um, that burned up a little bit more magic points. I think I probably, I probably shoot from the ground. You know, like maybe get up on one hand and one knee, and just hold it out and shoot at okay. it. Go. Right. I mean, twenty-four. That's a hard success, baby. Eight again. Ten. Um, you hit her in the chest. She falls to one knee and looks down, and she says, "This means nothing. I'll be back." And you're a murderer. And she just laughs and falls. And then you see like butterflies start to like lift off of her body. Um, and you see like a middle-aged guy with atrophied legs um, and arms lying in the snow. That's got to be Sanchek, right? Yeah. 36 out of 62. I take a okay. hit for that? Yeah, you're going to take uh, oh, four points. Okay. Two, three, four. And did we, we didn't lose anything for, from seeing her, did we? Um, you didn't say. We both succeeded, I think. Yeah, I, I, I had you roll, but um, no, I think you both succeeded, so you were fine. Okay. Yep, yep. No, I actually failed. I took three. Oh, did oh. you roll, no. Harry? Yeah. For I rolled, her? yeah. I'm Harry, did you oh, roll? Did Harry roll? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then you, did, you need it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Georgie is still alive, but he is unconscious, and it looks like he's gotten the worst sunburn in his life, um, so much so that like all of the clothes on that side of his body are smoldering. Is can I do some sort of first aid out here? I mean, we don't. I don't have any gear, right? I mean, I don't. I don't like actually have anything to do first aid with. I guess, right? No, yeah. no. Uh, Roll me up to... in a blanket and fireman carry me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Fuck. Uh, if you drop all the supplies, you can fireman carry him back into the house, and then you just have to come back out to get them. I don't know about all that. Um, I so he tied the pack to the front of him, so I think I'd probably leave the rifle. I probably have to dump the bindle because I don't think I could have the bindle on and then have him on. But I think I leave the backpack on him, and then I I sling him over my shoulders. All right, uh, I will allow you to keep the bindle, the backpack, and 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 Georgie. And just stagger back with a hard success on strength. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. I got a 43, so I'd have to spend 13 luck points to make it hard. So I guess I do it. (laughs) Okay. You get him back without the rifle, but with all the food, the warm clothing and blankets, um, and and Georgie. So you're now in the building on the ground floor. Um, if you need help, you can scream up and they'll probably hear you and they, through the echoes of the building. Yeah, I, I slam the door. I you know, kind of gently put him on the ground and I run towards the, the stairwell. I and say, then the Viv. one person with good legs can help. You're right. Viv, Viv, I need some help. George, Georgie I, got roasted. I hear Harry. So I just told Millie and uh, Melvin, I'll be right back. And I start um, briskly pacing as uh, brisk as possible without potentially tripping okay. over something. Sand check. Me? Yeah. The hell? Harry, I'm we're, 
You were you were ripped apart by was did you get the butterfly cuts or was that both on Georgie? Everything was on uh, Georgie. Was Georgie. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, you did get you did get raked by one of the uh Oh yeah. yeah. You see yeah. Harry has this bloody gash on the side of his face and there's blood just caked and dried on his thing and Georgie oh. is covered with cuts and he's covered and the whole oh. front of his body is just burned almost like he's been blackened wow. you know, blackened mm. by like a cast iron skillet on one side I'm and probably he's, openly he's bleeding barely now, breathing right? I mean you hear him wheezing but he's unconscious uh, I'm, I'm sitting they've got, they've got like he's got like a backpack and a bindle and he's just like collapsed onto the floor like hands and knees panting I take everything that I can carry and strap it on me. And I'm going to try to start bringing them up one at a time up the stairs. Make a strength check. Can uh, uh, Oh, it's all steps, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's all steps. Even if they'd had an elevator, which they didn't, it wouldn't be working now. No? Yeah. yeah, yeah. A two. You rolled a two? Wow. Well, Vivian... Pulls an incredible Hulk just on adrenaline and 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 grit and somehow manages with the backpack and the bindle slung over one shoulder and, you know, half dragging Georgie and she just collapses by you, Millie, and just drops the. the I'm going to go into nurse mode and see what I can do. Um, Harry, and before you even notice it, Harry, somebody starts helping you up um, and they're as weak as you. And it's Melvin. He's confused, right? Like, who the fuck is touching me, right? And he's like, it's okay, it's okay. He's off, he's off. Okay. He's like, oh, he goes, uh, he's a, he's a, let hey, me, thanks, let me help you up. And it's yeah. like, he's helping you up, and his arms are, like, trembling. Like, yeah, I like, try oh. not to put too much weight on him. You know, right. like, I'll, I'll put my hand on the floor and try to, like, push myself but he, like, up. So. Can at, least, at least he takes, like, the lantern and your handgun, yeah, and he takes yeah. some of the weight off of you. That helps you stagger back up to... The, the safe room. <laughs> right. Okay. So we're leaning on each other going up the steps. <laughs> so, right, so everyone is back upstairs. I've got medicine and base first aid. Can I do anything for the gentleman? Roll a uh, first aid on Georgie uh, twice. Um, I can do first And aid once as on well. Harry. Harry has one wound. So if there's one successful first aid. He'll get some points back for the face. Uh, what's your first aid, Bib? I have a 75. Uh, yeah, you do that because medicine's my strong suit, not first All right. aid. So uh, how many first aids? One? I can One get? on Harry, two on Georgie. All right. Harry got a 13. Harry, <laughs> out of, or- you, you get one point out of those four that you lost back. Right. Three points. Uh, I rolled a one. I rolled a one. What can I tell? No you? fucking way. I rolled a thirteen again. On Georgie. <laughs> yeah. For the burns, you appoint you apply ointment and and you know what you do what you can for burns. Lots of ice and you cool all yeah. the and you manage to heal three points of the burn damage. I mean, the good news. That's the good news. The bad news is he's now conscious with one point and feeling all of that. And then <laughs> so he wakes second. up and he's just like, you know, in absolute agony. It burns. It burns. Um, and then I got a 53. Uh, on the okay. second roll. Okay, and you, as soon as you deal with the burns, you see that he's just like covered 
with thin, deep cuts. Uh, uh, and for that, you manage to heal, you know, uh, bandage him up, the worst of them. And I roll another six, three points. <laughs> so, Georgie, you're back six points from that horrific. Wow. And you're probably still f- fucked up because you're like. Right. <laughs> but you do have some news to share, Harry, don't you? I gather you yeah. met her again. Yeah, she uh, uh, she met us in the woods. She 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 tried uh, messing with our brains. He, Georgie tried to shoot me. I tried to shoot him. I I I, I put some damage on her, but I, I shot her a couple of times. But it, uh, it 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 wasn't her. It was uh she was uh she she was using somebody again. Like oh, when, body jumper, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I uh, I I I killed the guy. Um, no, I don't know who he was. He might have been dead already. Remember? He, yeah, he or was you could roll to remember already. the coma victim that suddenly escaped the house fire in Boston the day. Oh, I, I remember it. I'm just, not <laughs> men- I'm just, I'm just not going to mention that. <laughs> I totally I, I don't remember think, that. Yeah, I don't think Harry would think about that. No. Oh God! No, we're just going to reassure Harry. Yeah, that he was dead already, and he was just a tool, a puppet. That's it. I and mean, if you if you if you think so, it's uh, yeah. I didn't. I mean, I it, it didn't even. I didn't even think about. It. I mean, she was just coming at us and coming at us. Yeah, mm. I know. And we're gonna have to meet her in her home ground and. I'm real sorry, Melvin, but we're going to have to do impossible. Melvin's not here. Where is he? Shit. Melvin! Make a listen roll. I stagger to my feet. Oh, come on, Melvin. Where did you go? Uh, 43, success. 21, success. Okay, you hear hear him heading downstairs towards the main entrance. I am the strongest person here right now, so I go running. Like I, I limp after. Jet. <laughs> okay, I you, Vivian, you get. The, you're the only one. It hurts hurt. when I move. Oh, actually, Harry, you only got a face wound, so you can get down to him. Georgie, <laughs> you're going nowhere, and you're <laughs> yeah. going nowhere. So I um, try to stand Vivian, up. My skin cracks. He's he's like walking outside, and he's screaming. <laughs> he goes, "No more!" He goes, "No more!" He goes, if you want to kill me, just kill me. I grab him. He goes, we're done. I'm not playing your games anymore. He says, here I am. He goes, what, you know, all of this for me. He goes, if, if you're angry at me, then come for me. He goes, stop hurting people. They've done nothing to you. What do you want to do, Viv? I grab him and I bring him back inside. Make a and I use check. whatever strength I have left. You guy's weak right now to drag him back inside and I slap him in the face. <laughs> because, and I literally look him in the eyes and I go, there are a lot of people trying to keep you alive because we care. Okay, and make you're a psychology going, check. I can do that, I think. I hope so. <laughs> God, I hope so. God, I hope so. Come on, Dice, you've been doing... Oh, do I want to spend luck points on that? How Maybe. much? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna spend four luck points. Oh yeah, four for sure. Yeah. Okay, and he yeah. just starts crying. He goes, "It's not fair." He goes, "It's not fair." 
He's a, did you look at him? Did you look at him? He was dying. He was, he was dying. He goes, I don't even know this man. You're heard. I understand. I hear you. But right now, what I need from you is to be strong. I know for a good portion of your life, you couldn't be strong. And now is the time for you to be strong. We're all here you get for here you. Just as she's done slapping him and, and talking him down. And he's just like, he's like, like, he's not sobbing, but tears are like running down his face. And he just I, keeps I disarm mumbling. him. <laughs> as he's like sort of crying and like maybe rubbing at his eyes or whatever with like holding the gun i just like take the gun from him right because you remember he took your gun yeah yeah yeah. okay um, you take the gun from him and you get back upstairs with him i'm I give gonna him a hug to the supplies did they bring anything resembling booze back no, there wasn't any booze in the cabin. Yeah, because there's at least two people here who could really use it. <laughs> oh, well. I, I think it's 1037. I think this is a nice narrative place to stop. Um, we do have fixing the phonograph and, and figuring all that out, but I think that'll be a good place to start next session. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think a lot of kooky shit happened. <laughs> um, I, I definitely want to decompress with you guys after we sign yeah, off yeah. and get your opinion yeah. on the material. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I want to thank everybody for checking this out. I hope you're enjoying it. This uh, regular Call of Cthulhu game is a little bit of a switch up for us, and it's been a lot of fun so far. Our Patreon is up if you're interested in uh, supporting the show that way. Uh, there's also a tip jar over at goldengoblinpress.com. Uh, you could throw some uh, shekels over at Oscar that way. There's or just also shop at our store. We've got plenty of, of cool stuff. And yep. we'll, we're hoping to have more new stuff eventually. <laughs> we're, we're, so we're working. Really? We have several irons in the fire right now. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Um, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.